Welcome to Her Hacks Podcast, a podcast by women in cybersecurity for everyone. I'm Lauren. I'm Connie. I'm Diana. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Christine. In today's Her Hack, we're going to talk about the 1995 cult classic, Hackers. Thank you, Christine. Today's episode is a little bit unique because we are all recording in person today. Woo. Uh, woo. First time meeting everybody in person. And we all just finished watching the movie Hackers. So for the listeners who maybe haven't seen it before or have seen it and it's been a while, we'll just go ahead and do a quick overview slash plot refresher. And I'm just going to throw out a disclaimer at the beginning. This is a very complicated movie (laughs) and we try to get this down to a concise point. So if you love this movie and you think we left something out. Too bad. Too bad. (laughs) We're We're just going with it. Get over it. Watch the movie. Yeah. Watch the movie yourself and then give us your own critique. Okay, so we start out in Seattle in 1988, where 11-year-old Dade Murphy, or codename Zero Cool, that's his hacker name, he is getting arrested for crashing 1,507 computer systems. This hack causes a seven-point drop in the New York Stock Exchange, and so he's arrested with some sort of financial crimes, fined $45,000, and then most importantly, he's banned from computers and touch-tone telephones until he's 18 years old. So then, of course, we cut to seven years later when Dade is now 18 and he and his mom have relocated to New York City and Dade is going into his senior year of high school. He runs into Kate, who is played by Angelina Jolie, and we can tell that there's some sort of tension between the two and some animosity when Kate plays a prank on Dade that he did not appreciate. So while Dade is in school, he meets the local hacker crew and he starts to prove himself by doing some low-level hacks like he's hacking the school database and he also hacks the school fire sprinkler system to get back at Kate. And so the crew welcomes him in and the crew is made up of Phantom Freak, Serial Killer spelled like the food, Joey who does not have a handle because he's the newest member of the crew, and Lord Nikon, who we don't think goes to school with them, but is still part of the hacking crew. So like I said, Joey is new to the group, and he's really anxious to prove his worth and get his hacker handle. So he does this by hacking a Gibson computer and downloading a partial of a garbage file from this company called Ellingson Mineral Company, and he does this to prove his elite coding skills. While Joey is downloading this file though he doesn't know that his intrusion is actually noticed by the company's security professional codename the plague and the plague alerts the secret service to the hack the secret service investigates and they arrest joey for allegedly planting a potentially catastrophic virus called da vinci they believe that he has planted this virus into ellingson's minerals computer system that this virus will capsize the company's oil tanker fleet and cause a giant environmental disaster spilling oil and costing the company millions. We later see in a cutscene the plague is confessing to Margot, um, who is his love interest in the movie, that he's actually the one who created and released the Da Vinci virus, but he turned the Secret Service on to Joey, so Joey will take the fall for it. Joey gets released on probation, but he's being tailed by the Secret Service because they think 
he'll lead them to his co-conspirators. And Joey gives, actually when he gets out, he gives the floppy disk that has this file, this garbage file, to Freak. Uh, the Secret Service sees it, and then Freak is also arrested because they think he's this co-conspirator. While all of this plot is going on, we also learn that Kate is the hacker who goes by the handle Acid Burn, and she joins in with the hacking crew. There's also kind of this whole subplot of this underlying like sexual tension, competition between Kate and Dade that isn't really important to the main storyline, but something that we definitely want to follow up on in the discussion, so we'll circle back to that but all you need to know is that Kate is now part of the hacking crew and now Joey and Freak have been arrested when they tell the group that they've been framed and they ask the group to find out what's actually on the disc and why they're being framed who's being framed basically solve the solve this mystery so the hacking group discovers that the virus is actually a cover-up or a computer worm that is embezzling money from every transaction from Ellingson Mineral Company for the plague so once the account reaches 25 million it will execute the da Vinci virus to distract the company from the embezzlement that the plague is doing so once Dade, Nikon, Kate, and Serial uncover the plague's plot they decide that they need to act to save Freak and Joey and to stop this potentially catastrophic disaster so they do this by rallying all of the hackers in the world to help catch the plague and prove their friends innocence and in the end the hackers stop Da Vinci by crashing the Gibson and they get the plague arrested and then because it's a movie, Dade and Kate start dating and they live happily ever after, Sup- we assume. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Allegedly. It lasts like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we just see them diving off into a pool together and assume happiness. And you're, you're missing the make out under the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know it's forever. <laughs> they can make out underwater and not drown. True love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so this is my first time watching Hackers. I actually never heard about this movie until you guys started talking about it. I don't know if I'm uncultured or what, but I did not know this movie existed. Yeah, that might be it. I overall enjoyed it. It It's like a bad movie, but it reminds me of Twilight (laughs) in that like it's bad, but also like enjoyable to Mm -hmm. watch, you know? Like it's not good quality or anything, but it's like fun to watch. Ouch. Especially from our perspective, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like I feel like being people that know a little bit more about this like field, like it's really entertaining to watch. So those are my main main impressions. Connie? Yeah, this was also my first time watching Hackers. (laughs) (laughs) To say it like Christine. Hackers. (laughs) I really like that. It's kind of weird seeing tech in 1995 um not something i'm used to Mm -hmm. and it's funny how they like portray hacking which we'll get into later but i just think it's funny to see yeah how much has changed no i agree this is also my first time watching it and i was expecting to see like more code up on a terminal and like i was expecting to see like sweat and high stakes and i felt like i just got like a fun kind of romp with like a lot of color weird like um weird shooting style like it was not I was thinking it was going to be much more intense and I would have to focus a lot more than I did so I enjoyed watching it but it definitely is like a not a good movie as we can as we can say through like the plot point like it's it's very confusing and hard to follow and I think that you know from a from a a film perspective that makes it not as uh, not as good. This movie is super iconic because it has some of the classic lines like hack the planet and like hacking the Gibson. So those are, it's good to know, I guess, just for like kind of a culture or an older culture or a 90s hack culture, yeah. which is kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I watched this movie before and I kind of forgot about it 
to be to be honest and it, it is a little odd and I, I don't even remember really what happened in it because it's so kind of so it's so strange because the hacker the hacker scenes are really just like these weird graphics mm-hmm. right. and then they show like the the mainframes and, and like as like some kind of oh, what was the word a hologram Ho- yeah, yeah. Ho- like a hologram yeah. <laughs> hologram server racks and it, it's just like it's it's very visual which honestly I think makes it a little more confusing yeah yeah this is my second attempt at watching this movie because the first time was with and I fell asleep and I think he was offended <laughs> This is like his favorite movie, right? He said it was so good yeah. and I didn't think it was so good. I was, I think I get really annoyed by like implausible hacking situations or just the old technology yeah. frustrates me because I just feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, I was not a huge fan of this movie. I think what helped get me through it was how we could kind of make fun of it as we're watching it, which is maybe why it's a cult classic, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. people like to kind of make fun of it. Oh, before we get started, a lot of the characters had hacker handles, so I thought it'd be fun if we all got hacker handles. So I found a generator online, Ooh. and each of us have kind of a unique name. So Diana wears this gray jaw. Ooh. Gray jaw. Gray jaw. Lauren, you're Queen Plague. Ooh. Oh. Does that make me? You take down the plague and you become the new plague. Oh yeah, Rebecca, you're Rage and Ninja. What? (laughs) Rage Ninja? Rage Ninja. I fit the Steve. I think it was. I think it fits. Dude, it's the cringiest one. No, I like it. Um, Queen Plague. Mine is Miss Reaper. Oh. And Christine, you're Miss Hero. Yeah, I think they're all kind of fitting, like a little bit, <laughs> except for Lord. Queen play. <laughs> what up? But you are you are a queen. When you, you are a queen. Yeah. When you look at me, just think mm, queen bubonic. <laughs> Covid nineteen. That's true. That's a much more relevant one than the bubonic plague. <laughs> Well, Christine, you did seem pretty eager to kind of tear into the technology plot holes hacking. I would love to hear kind of your take on some of the things that stood out to you. Oh yeah, so like the first thing, and I talked about this, the sprinkler system hack was completely implausible because sprinkler systems are all manual. Like they're mechanical systems, so like there's no computer. Are they not like automatically triggered or something? You, it's a mechanical trigger, so it's either triggered by like smoke or the only way to do it. When I was in middle school, this happened. Somebody threw a key on the ceiling and it hit the sprinkler, and then it made that whole like section. Mm-hmm. So also to make all of the sprinklers in the entire building mm-hmm. go because they're they're sectioned off differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was pretty implausible. Just like a lot of the like hacking stuff in general just seemed really I think with the holograms and that, like yeah and like reading okay. the binaries and just yeah. Like, oh yeah the reverse engineering part when they were trying to figure out what happened it was like all hex code yeah and then they're like reading through it line by line <laughs> I'm like that's literally it's, not how you reverse like, it's like printed out on paper yeah, yeah he was printing yeah. it out and I was like I- I don't think anybody can do it. Like, you have to have a disassembler. Like, you can't. I mean, maybe they're that good in, like, high school. Hackers, Christine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not lead enough. No, I, I can memorize. only read assembly. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite part of, like, the technology was that in the, like, uh, Ellingston Control Center. Oh, God. The keyboard, did you notice it was just a flat table yeah. that had lights? 
It was all like a giant touchscreen, which I guess exists now. So I don't know why that was like such a that that whole data center was like the biggest suspender disbelief as to how the world works because it's just like glass towers, and as they touch things, it lights up, and it's like, ah, no, you've stolen the file. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I don't think floppy disks are that robust. Mm. No. Like, they were pretty rough with that floppy disk. They, like, yeah. threw it in the trash and then, like, yeah. took it out of the yeah. trash. Stick of gum like, on it. Everything was fine. They had the little floppy disk, like, utility belt at one point. <laughs> so we didn't talk about this in the recap, but Kate and Dade have this, like, dueling, like, bet that, like, you know, oh, if I win, you have to go on a date with me, blah, blah, blah. Friends to and it was a friend. Friends to enemies. Enemies to lovers trope, but uh, they have to do like this hacking competition between the two of them so that they can finally date and get past their issues. But he literally has like the floppy disk utility belt that he's just whipping floppy disks out of and jamming them into different places. And yeah, it's like, this is how you hack. I'm like, I don't yeah, but, think that's but they how were it all, works. They were all different colors, Lauren. Oh, that you right? Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> And then speaking of Dade, we all thought it was weird that he wasn't touching computers for seven years. That's right. And then suddenly just came out of his probation knowing how to hack immediately again. Like computers change so much well, especially in from that like time 88 span. to 95 right. like, but like how right. do they regulate whether or not he can touch a computer like how will they like you know what i mean like you just Ooh, do that's you think that's true. why he went to live with his mom because his mom was like i'm not gonna enforce the rules mm, and his dad was too, too i just whenever when i heard the seven year rule thing in my head i just thought that was like not right. he wasn't gonna yeah. listen to it yeah, yeah, maybe he didn't listen because I was like, there's no way that he just wakes up and is like hacking into a TV system. But I yeah, will say harder. one of the hacks that seemed the most improbable, but I thought stood out to me the most was when the plague was trying to threaten Dade and was like, I'm going to change your mom's criminal oh, her yeah. personal file, which that seemed that setup seemed unrealistic. Like, what is this file that somebody has that says whether they're a criminal or not? Like, I don't think. Maybe it does exist and maybe I'm naive, but the whole idea of like, I'm going to get her arrested and then delete it and get her lost in the prison system, that I thought was the most insidious, like well thought out, like devious thing because it was like, oh yeah, you're actually really... You're like using social constructs to hack somebody's life. I think yeah. that was kind of interesting. Which that was the the plausible parts of this movie mm-hmm. because they did the social engineering at the beginning. They're like, oh man, like my file got deleted yeah. when Dade was like trying to hack into the TV thing. And then the fight between Kate and Dade to see who was like the better hacker was literally just ruining that Secret Service agent Gil's life. Oh yeah. Right. And the winning thing that was really interesting was that first they like gave him a DUI or whatever and they just kept, like, increasing the stakes. And then finally they changed his status to deceased. Oh, that's which right. Which yeah. was really funny because a few years ago at DEF CON, there was actually a presentation on how to kill someone. And you there's all these things that you had to do that are completely illegal to basically make somebody show up in, like, public record as deceased. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting is if you do that to somebody, it's actually really hard to become undeceased. And so they... Oh, alive. They, yeah. Alive. <laughs> so you can't be alive again once you're pronounced dead. So I think that what happened was they were talking about how somebody's husband went missing and after a certain number of years he was presumed Mm. dead so then legally he was dead so that she could get remarried or something and then they're like oh wait he's alive and then it just kind of like your credit is gone everything is gone and it's really hard for you to establish a new identity so 
Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny that that's what they did in the movie because that actually like is, is really bad to do <laughs> to somebody. Whoa. I didn't know I had real applications. I thought it was just like kids being weird kids. Yeah, but the the record thing was weird. Like it, they were acting like everybody has this like file on them, yeah. and yeah. like that's not real. Like I think that different local offices have different files on people. So like it's not like there's one this one database yeah. of like every yeah. human, and, and they're like you're dead now like (laughs) it was really funny because whenever and like a lot of the hacking scenes were like depicted in different like visual ways but like a lot of them were just them going to like a gui and just changing things and when he changed his like school record too he just went in there and like copy and paste that stuff yeah that's true yeah they showed everything in it as a gui yeah which is like not how it is no absolutely not (laughs) yeah that's so true that's a very good point (laughs) and then when they were messaging each other it was like this great gui client that was Mm -hmm. like what was it mess with the best dial the best oh yeah yeah I was like, wow, this, if only it's it was, like, like so and drop, easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. That was one of the, like, I, I, the hardest things to follow in this movie was just a visual representation of hacking. Because as somebody who, like, not a hacker, not even, like, a white hat hacker, but as somebody who, like, knows computers and understands how they work, seeing the way that they're getting into a file system as, like, a video, like, a camera running through a building and going into a filing cabinet essentially <laughs> yes like yeah. that was i was very confused a little like, too abstract yeah me. exactly it's like up there. are we in a computer or are we running really fast like i can't tell the difference some kind of so, virtual reality <laughs> yeah situation that yeah. was um yeah i felt like that was really challenging for me okay let's let's pivot to talk a little bit about women in this movie because we have some takes about the role of women in in hackers and how they're portrayed i think the first woman that was introduced was his mom dane's Mm -hmm. mom so we could start with her so the one of the first women i guess in in a powerful role is felicity huffman who's the prosecuting lawyer and that's really her only time that she shows up in the movie and that's the actress right not the character's name right Right, right, right. yeah i don't know if the character has a name but the lawyer who prosecutes date is portrayed by felicity huffman who we all know served jail time in for project varsity blues because she bribed somebody to take the SAT for her child to get them into college. So that was just a little ironic that she uh, talks about in as her character, this kid who's a hacker being a menace to society. <laughs> meanwhile. But, <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, it's, it's interesting how art does not imitate life. Um, <laughs> like 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we kind of noticed, not, not sure if this is on purpose or not, but the mom kind of, aged as the movie went on? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Okay, well, so what's interesting about the mom is, like, the way that we're introduced to her in the first place, I think, kind of sets the tone because we're first introduced to her when the FBI, Secret Service, it's unclear, law enforcement raids her house, and she's, like, cooking bacon, like, cooking her family a meal and has no idea what's going on. So, like, they're already kind of setting her up to be, like, the caretaker and kind of clueless. And then the next time we see her, she is, like... It's just a very weird how they chose to portray her because she looks very young and she's like half dressed and she's sitting on the couch and she's trying to like have a conversation with her son who's blowing her off. But then I don't know if they just had like bad makeup team or something. Oh my gosh. Because it was like, I don't know, but she just starts to look older every scene you see her in. And I don't know if that's like 
intentionally, oh, look at all the stress her son is adding to her. So she's like like, aging, you know, I don't know. There's like this trope of how they portray women when they're not doing well. And when men portray women when they don't do like in The Queen's Gambit. Like, when the main character is, where she's, like, going through it, she, like, has the, the cardigan over the shoulder, and her hair is messy. That's, like, what reminded me of that, you know? Yeah. Like, like you know, she's trying to bail her son out of jail, so she's more disheveled. Yeah. Maybe. That could yeah. be it. Yeah. They made her seem very clueless. They also made Margot seem very clueless. Yes. Margot is the plague's kind of love interest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, like, mansplained a lot of the hacks kind of thing um, initially, and also just made her... Well, there was, like, one scene that was, like... She was, like, speak English <laughs> because people were just using normal terms. And mm-hmm. they only did that with her, really. Yeah. They did it one time with the agent mm-hmm. because, I guess, they, somebody was talking about how the files were corrupted or weren't corrupted mm-hmm. or something. And the agent was, like, uh, speak clearly to me or something. But at least then he backed up by saying, I worked for the president for 10 years. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, had, she was just clueless because she was... a woman apparently and she was the one who got hacked because she had one of the four main mm. main used passwords which oh, i yeah. think was also rude yeah he like he like because so the password was god yeah right so they said well, the, the four main passwords were was it love sex secret secret and god as like the admin password kind of thing that uh, system admins will use and so he kind of like insulted her for using that password i mean i guess he should because that's a bad password but but yeah, they. I feel like they yeah. threw her under the bus. Yeah, they definitely did. And then just the way he like talked to her yeah. and used like his physical presence to intimidate her, and anytime she raised a concern, immediately dismissed. And it's actually not until the end of the movie. I don't know if you guys caught this, but when they're reading on the TV about. Uh, like re- essentially revealing her crime mm-hmm. she's like the chief marketing officer or something like well, really? she i'm pretty sure she was like a sweet c sweet level but you would she's not bumming it you with would that not <laughs> You would not get you right. Like you don't get that sense of confidence no, from her at all. No, that she's no. like any character information. Yeah, or anything. you don't know anything yeah. about her except that she like has bad taste in men and oh. doesn't understand computers and is gonna marry the plague. Like, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? I don't think it does. I off of my head. Oh, can you? Don't um, think I saw any female characters too, speak to yeah. each other. Can you remind us of the Bechdel test? It's a few rules. The first one is that. They like two women have to have a conversation with each other. Oh yeah, that did not happen. That that don't happened. have to. That's not to do with men. And then what are the others? They have to be named two named female characters. Oh yeah. They have to have a conversation that's at least two lines of dialogue, and then and then it has to not be about a man. And then I've seen some adapt- adaptations too, where it needs to be like plot relevant. Mm-hmm. But even at like the lowest standard, we're like we let's just let's just even say we like take away the names. Yeah, like we. Don't have two women talking no, no. to each other yeah. at all. And Three we, women we can name. And we don't know yeah. like what the mom's job is, and we I guess don't find out Margot's job until the end. And they yeah. moved to New York for like, the mom's job, but they right. she's never at work. She's like, never going yeah. to work. They, none no, of she, these women have any sort of like character traits or anything outside of like how they yeah, relate like, to the magic. Yeah. The it's only like, person who gets screen time is Angelina Jolie's character, and she's highly sexualized. It's not oh, even yeah. like yes. development either. It's just like any sort of like characterization outside of like how they relate to men. Oh, and then we yeah. find out about her mom and her mom is oh she read self-help books for women but the way that it's 
the way they introduce it is like which something right, they, it, they, it, they introduce it so like Kate's Kate's mom she has to like this party and she's yeah. obviously very wealthy and they find that her mom is wealthy because she writes these mm-hmm. self help books but of course they preface it by saying it's for women as in like that that makes it less of value right. to yeah society. Like, oh, and even the tone less in impressive. which they say it too is like yeah he's like oh, oh that makes you know, sense. she just writes self help books for men and then, women in relationship problems it's very confusing because like you don't learn about Kate's dad. So is Kate's mom like a single mom with like a big house in New York City? Her mom is a successful author. Like there's very interesting things that you could dive into oh, yeah, like, about she Kate. Has a house house cuz that is like not even yeah, does like, exist in New York. Yeah, I don't know if it's a <laughs> house house, but it's at least like it's a, at least a multiple bedroom apartment because oh. okay, so this is one of the things that like really bothered me about the movie was Kate has her own room and somehow the hacker crew like learns that Kate has an awesome computer in her bedroom so they go into her bedroom and this, like, is, just this is at the party at the party yeah at the party they go into her bedroom and are like checking out her computer and then Kate and her boyfriend Curtis who like is literally only Curtis is only there so Kate can be making out with somebody on screen <laughs> yes. like she's that is literally the only time we see he, them together he like, had a motorcycle <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> And they were, she was sitting backwards on the motorcycle so they could... Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Like, girl, but, like, what are you doing? So they, you know, we've already seen that. But then the the, the hacker crew, the dweeb squad, is in there <laughs> playing on the computer. And then Angel, uh, Kate, Angelina Jolie, but Kate, the, uh, the character Kate, is, like, hooking up with Curtis, like, taking her clothes off. And then the hacker crew is just sitting there in the dark corner around the computer stop focusing on the computer watching this happen and saying nothing and then angelina uh, kate sorry i'm just gonna call her by her her real name but the character kate like looks up and sees them watching her just like, like be naked basically like zips her her outfit back up which like was a killer jumpsuit props to costume department but then just goes over and is like oh yeah you want to learn about my computer huh. And that's like a total set her up for like not like the other girls, which I think there's a lot to talk about about Kate, and I don't want to spend the whole time talking, but that's just what stood out to me the most about that. For sure. I agree. Yeah. Kind of manic pixie dream girl energy a little bit. Mm. I don't know what that is. You have to, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, do you know what it is? I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, I don't know how to describe it. It's. Have you seen Five Hundred Days of Summer? Yes. It's no. like a girl that is only there to like like meet a guy and she's all like quirky and different but she's like damaged and the guy has to fix her and like help her find joy for him to find joy oh my god it's it's in so many movies yeah Yeah. and it's just like this yeah it's essentially along those yeah okay so the trope exists um like this is a, a quote solely in the fevered imaginations of sensitive writer directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. So yeah, I totally see that of like Kate is just there so that yeah, Dade so that, can like explore yeah. and mm-hmm. like I guess relearn his hacking skills. I don't know. We should talk about how he visualizes her like at the beginning too mm. because there was that sequence of images when he first like lays eyes on her. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that even from when she was first introduced, very sexualized. 
Yeah, and then when he got mad at her, there was that second image, and it was like a man strangling a woman in like a horror movie. And I was like, mm. this is normalizing violence against women. Like, just because you get mad at someone doesn't mean you can like strangle them or like think about a movie where someone's being strangled. Like, I, I thought that was so inappropriate. I thought that was even more inappropriate than like the sex images, <laughs> to be honest, because I feel like violence against women is so normalized online. And then it perpetuates itself in chat rooms and then people don't mm -hmm. realize how normalized it is and then I think they're more likely to commit violence mm -hmm. in real life because it's like normal to them suddenly and they're yeah. not shocked by it. Like, I think the fact that I was one of the only people that even noticed that shows how normalized mm -hmm. we're getting yeah. to violence Definitely. against women or just like violence in general. I didn't yeah. even think about that until you mentioned it and then now that I'm thinking about it, she reminds me a lot of those like the token girl in video games. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the one who's got like the tight suit and the big mm -hmm. boobs, and she does like the one kick, and every yeah. man is like, oh, "You can fight," right. and then they don't let her fight the rest of the game. Yeah, true. <laughs> or like has the one useful skill that the group needs, but like you know, if the rest of the group work together, they could probably replace her anyway. Oh man, do you say "oh men"? Or no. oh yeah, I said "oh man," but like <laughs> yes, I do oh, mean "oh men." That's like, which. Okay, I like what you said, Christine, about the whole, like, normalize... Well, I don't like the idea of normalizing, but I think you made a good point about normalizing um, violence against women because I think it also... One of the things that the movie also did in that, like, interrupted sex scene, it also kind of normalized that, like, dweeby boys or geeks, even though, like, the hackers are supposed to be cool can kind of, like, get away with bad behavior. Yeah, like, like, if a boy came into my room, I would be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. Like, and if it was my friend, I'd be like, wow, that's even worse. Like, Yeah, like, yeah. why are you in here? Why are you invading my privacy? Mm -hmm. But because they're, like, not her love, not at the time, like, her love interest, it's kind of, like, okay, and that she's like, oh, I have a shared interest, so therefore, like, you can cross, my cross the boundaries that I have, because we're friends, and I feel like that also, I don't know. It kind of really sets women like up for failure, yeah. I feel like, because we're expected to just not have any boundaries, and we're expected mm -hmm. to just let people do whatever they want to us. Mm -hmm. And, like, she had no autonomy in yeah. that movie, because, like, the only time she exercised something negative against them was when she, like, sent the kid to the roof, which, like, mm -hmm. it seems like she was just following the crowd there so even even then like she wasn't mm -hmm. being autonomous and then like i guess when she was a hacker or whatever she was like kicking people off her turf so maybe that was like the only way she could exercise autonomy was to like basically yeah. be faceless and be genderless behind a computer screen wow. and then it's pretty profound that's deep, yeah that's really deep yeah i feel like online even it's it's hard to be women because like do you ever play Among Us? Yeah. yeah. No. Like, people would always be like, what's your gender? And I would just always be like, male. Because I knew once you're a girl, it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it one of you in this group who was saying that you'll play video games, but you won't speak if it's a, like, group setting because you don't want them to know that you're... It's you, Christine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, and I don't really like online, like, multiplayer games. I exclusively like single-player campaign mm -hmm. games. That's why I liked Among Us, because it's typing, mm -hmm. yeah. not speaking, so you don't have to, like, expose mm -hmm. yourself. I've had, like, got, like, guy friends, like, within my CS major who are, like, you know, they're, like, programmers. They, like, show me, like, clips of, like, people playing CSGO in those games, and, like, and they're like being like really really mean to the girls and like haha this is so funny Oof. you know what I mean and I actually like 
I was in a Discord that was supposed to be like reverse engineering, like I think PS4. And I left it because the guys were like posting a lot of like inappropriate stuff and they didn't even know I was a girl. But they were like uh-huh. sharing really like weird mm. graphic things. And I was like, wow, no wonder women like leave computing because like if you deal with this, yeah. like yeah. yeah. We should do an episode about gaming culture sometime. Oh, we'll get dragged. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh, I so probably honestly yeah. need to get dragged for this one because this is like a cool classic. True. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. this movie. Well, no. Break up with me. Well, <laughs> another thing that i've been thinking about is like the kate and dade relationship and that kind of goes back to like how women are treated but even in the real world like he immediately has to like mark his territory with her and he has to put her down and like he hacks the school database to put himself in the same class that she is in so then he can come in and compete with her in what appeared to be a quote writing competition in class <laughs> literature like a literary like write a literary quote and he had to like one up her where she which this is also interesting right because she wrote a quote that her mom put down mm. on she she quoted her mom on the blackboard and it was something about how men suck essentially i can't remember exactly what it was and the teacher was like well that's not a real quote and she's like yes it is my mom wrote it and he was like well your mom doesn't count and she's like my mom's a published author and, so yeah. and like we didn't know at the time like the audience doesn't know at the time how extensive her publishing thing is but then dade comes in and writes some other quote from ginsburg Yes, and you know, and then it's like, oh yeah, you win the school competition, you know, and then you also see Angelina Jolie. Sorry, you see Kate. <laughs> I, I'm gonna mess that up every time, but you see her react like kind of completely irrationally, where she instead of just being like, this is unacceptable, or like, hey, what you know, she lunges across the teacher's desk, climbs on top of a student's desk, and like snatches the enrollment papers out of the teacher's hand and like he's not in this class he can't compete like i think that like he's just there to push her buttons and she they show her reacting kind of irrationally or unexpectedly like not how a normal in my opinion not how a normal person or the average person i should say would react and then they can he continues to like neg her and he goes in and he has to beat her video game score because she can't like she never feels like she has one thing that she's good at even when they do the competition they're going back and forth and they still kind of end up tying because he does he um dade makes agent hill deceased but like she never gets a chance to win he always has to be better and push one further and yeah she showcases her skills along the way but like we never get her get to see her win and we don't see it's not like a healthy competition between the two it is very much them like pushing each other down and negging and then at the end we're supposed to believe like oh hey they're in love like they have a romance like it's just all very weird dysfunction (laughs) yeah i feel like it's such a common thing in relation and in movies like you said it's like the enemies to lovers trope Mm -hmm. it's so true like we normalize fighting and then people think that like that's when a guy likes you and yeah a guy likes you and he's being normal he didn't really he didn't really treat her that well and then right but we normalize that and internalize Mm -hmm. that and that's why women end up in bad relationships yeah think about how wrong it is that he like changed his class schedule just to be with her like that's weird that's comic and soccer right my like my interpretation of like the scene you were talking about when she like snatches the thing is that she's like visibly uncomfortable that he's in there Mm -hmm. and she's like reacting to it and like my thing is like you know what i mean like that's how i thought i was like oh she's like she doesn't want him in this class like she was realizing that he's like crossed the boundary and like got into this class for her 
You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a really good point. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't that. think about that's, it that way. Yeah, that's so true. She's probably yeah. freaked out. Yeah, because she that, she brought him to his first class, so she knew what his class was, and she knew it wasn't. That's that creepy. One. That right? is creepy. That is. It would not pass the Steve Buscemi test. Let me just tell you. <laughs> if oh Steve, God, if no. Steve Buscemi did that. It would be creepy. But Lauren, like, can you can you explain to the audience ooh, yes. your Steve Buscemi test? Yes. Okay. Please. So I did not create this test, but this is a test that I've I've heard of. Sometimes in movies and media, hot, attractive, conventionally attractive men can get away with doing really creepy and uncomfortable things. So a way to like gauge whether or not that behavior is appropriate is to replace the attractive person with Steve Buscemi, who talented actor does not have the same looks as maybe a conventionally attractive person. So if you replace that person with, with Steve Buscemi, do you still feel the same way you do about the outcome or are you uncomfortable? And nine times out of 10, you're uncomfortable because what they're doing is cross the line. The character is just attractive enough to get, get away, away with, with it, it. Sorry, you know? Just, oh no, in sync, yeah, you're in sync. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it doesn't pass the Stevie Shami test, and it doesn't pass the Bechtel, the Bechtel test. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to wrap this up, you guys? Um, I will say one thing that I thought the movie did well that I was kind of keeping an eye out for. I was kind of surprised by 1995 standards. I felt like the cast was relatively diverse. It wasn't That's all true. just white people. Were there any Asian um, people, though? Yeah. Yeah, no. the Hack the Planet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did have a role. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they... For 1995, I agree. They, yeah, they did like, okay. They did okay. You know, I was expecting it to be an, an all-white cast. We would love to see more representation, mm-hmm. but I was, like, pleasantly surprised that, like, uh, you oh, know, true, the hacker group. The freak, yeah, yeah, the hacker group was mm-hmm. actually Freak was diverse. Hispanic. Oh, which I also wanted to say another thing they did when Freak got arrested his mom, the only time we see her mom, is angry Latina woman. Like, angry, oh, yelling yeah. in Spanish. Granted, her son did just get arrested, so, like, that's probably a valid reaction. But she's, like, hitting him, like, cursing, like, very much reacting. And that's the only time we see her. I feel like that, if we had seen more of her, it wouldn't be as problematic. Because, But because that's the only time we see her, that's a little, like... I feel like that type of content mm-hmm. is, like... Because I watch... Um, like Latinx Snapchat and mm-hmm. like they'll do like haha like Latinx moms and they'll like do stuff like that and they make that joke but this movie was for sure written by like a white person yeah. so it's not okay <laughs> for them to yeah. like, use that narrative can we do some really... final reviews what does everyone rate it oh like yeah. on a scale of like yeah. what? what's our scale I don't know, like Rotten Tomatoes percentage and Ooh. but we see we're gonna rate it though based on for women we should right? do okay. like a well like what's a hacking like five terminals means like five stars or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like like let's make a, a rating scale that's a Jessica cyber cyber to me theme. Here like eight times and I still don't get it. <laughs> and would you watch this movie again? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hard pass. <laughs> I say you I'm like, say would you watch this again? Yeah, I say okay. Yeah. So would you do you recommend? Would you watch again? I don't think I would watch it again. I don't think it was worth well, the hype. I don't know why. And maybe people will come for us or come for me, but I just didn't think it was that good. They come for you, they come for us all. I thought, like, there's a lot better hacker movies, like that movie Clueless. <laughs> 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 I 
Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. You get a get a clue. Get a clue. Oh, okay. Get a clue. What is a clue? Where's the hockey and clueless? What are you talking about? Get a clue with Lindsay Lohan. I think was a better hockey movie and Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Okay, so what our next. Our next movie review, stay tuned, because we will pick a Disney Channel movie or Spy Kids. (laughs) I'd say if you haven't seen it, it's, I mean. I also don't like rewatching movies usually, so I usually don't rewatch movies that I've seen before unless they're really good. Like the Lord of the Rings. Princess Diaries. I love the Princess Diaries. I think I would watch this again, but I would have, like, as something on in the background. Like, I don't think I would choose to put it on, but if it was on, I would, like, sit and play games in front of my phone and wouldn't necessarily change the channel. Yeah. I think it was just very confusing. I'd watch it, it again for the purpose of watching a bad movie, but I also think there are way better bad movies yeah. to watch than this. Like the Kissing Booth trilogy. <laughs> yeah, or, like, Twilight. <laughs> I also thought his name was Dave at the beginning. Yeah. So, <laughs> What do you think, Rebecca? Or, sorry, what oh. track Well, I have watched it again. Rage Ninja. Rage, Rage, Rage Ninja. Ninja. Yeah, yeah, so I have watched it, and I watched it again. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't see a reason why I'd watch it again. Again, again. But I, I do recommend, you know, because it's, it's kind of a cool part of the hacker culture, you know, for better or worse, that it kind of sheds light on, too. So I yeah. think it's, it's kind of like, I think it's important for everyone interested in this field to kind of take a look at it. Yeah. So I'm see. glad we got to all watch it together. Yeah. Yeah, fun. I yeah. think I wouldn't have made it through the movie. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you said you fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I think was really offended. Yeah, he's going to break up with you. He's no. going to be offended about this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know how much, like, hacking culture has changed since the 90s? That's like, was any of this right. kind of relevant to the times? We can't we answer doing, that. Yeah, I we so. were no. I think, like, it, I think it was pretty... Freaking was, yeah. like, a thing. Like, yeah. that was pretty real. But I don't think people were really, like hacking stuff the way that like, these kids were like people yeah. were actively getting arrested and I didn't think they were kids I think I they were don't know. I don't know if I'm not really sure how realistic that is either I, I think actually know. yeah I think a lot of it was probably fantasy but it was fun yeah, yeah. yeah. for the movie it was fun I say fun a fun romp yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the rating for this movie is it PG-13 I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So it has to be probably are. Saw boobs. <laughs> and two butts. Yeah. And two butts. A butt crack. So many crocs. An underage Oh, butt. yeah. Why do we see so many butts in this movie? It's PG-13. Oh, my really? God. And you can see boobs wow. at PG-13. 1995 had much different standards. Whoa. Maybe because, like, her boobs weren't fully out. You could no. just no, kind of see, saw like, nips. Nips. You saw yeah. a nip. I saw a nip. I saw a nip. I don't know if it's saw a nip, but there was definitely No, there were nips. There were two nips. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> also, this got a 32 on Rotten Tomatoes. 6.2 yeah. on IB. Well, no, wa- no wonder. Oh, 32 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I'm of, like, a cult class. Can you read, like, some of the reviews really quick? Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, just, like, give me some good yeah, ones. Yeah, let's, let's round this out. <laughs> silly graphic, silly story, but hot young Angelina Jolie. Of course. <laughs> yep. Cutting edge ideas can't quite compensate for a banal storyline. An average film, but worth seeing because of how comically dated it all seems not even a decade later. That was from Bob the Moo, April 19th, 2005. Whoa. This movie should have been hacked. (laughs) so funny. That's a good one. Even if you bought DOS for dummies, there's nothing in hackers that will stretch your brain. (laughs) That's so funny. Very odd, yet strangely enjoyable. A lot of these are about Angelina Jolie. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. An onslaught of lame plotting, dopey writing, and cornball histronics. <laughs> oh, we should review The Matrix. Maybe. I just that watched movie. The Matrix. Yeah, that's the hard. First That'll be hard time. to sit through. The whole trilogy? 
all right guys well thanks for listening make sure you give us a review share with your friends check out our instagram to see our recording session and maybe some puppy photos <laughs> today's her hack maybe you don't watch this movie <laughs> <laughs>